Beautiful. And they're in. Now we just have to figure out a cold open. <laughs> I think figuring out a cold open is kind of... Counterintuitive? Yeah, like counterproductive <laughs> to having a cold open. It was, uh, that reminds me of, um, did you, do you know Sabrina Matthews, the comedian Sabrina Matthews? Yeah, I love Sabrina Matthews. She's funny as hell. She's very funny, but in her old Comedy Central um, special, she had a bit where she would be like, uh, she'd be like, my friend used to live on the top floor of a uh, an apartment building, and she would always tell us, uh, she was like, my friend was very precocious, and she would be like, I live on the top floor, but my ringer is the bottom button, which is counterintuitive. And she was <laughs> like, yeah, you're right, that is counterintuitive, but it's also weird or fucked up. <laughs> 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 all right how's that for a cold open yeah that works why not beautiful sabrina matthews it is <laughs> isn't today like national lesbian day or something it is the national day of lesbian visibility yes which is why you can hear me but can't see me <laughs> <laughs> It is the lesbian day of visibility. Is that what you said? Yes. <laughs> I, th I think I think you're pretty visible. This is an audio only format, so <laughs> <laughs> you're visible to me. Oh, well, that, that works. Yeah. <laughs> well, hello, kids. Welcome to another mini-sode of my spooky gay family. This is uh, just a few steps above a microsode. We are. <laughs> We are back with more nonsense. This has been a very trying week here at my Spooky K family. We had a pretty rough weekend. Uh, we got hacked on Facebook because of some fucking nonsense. And uh, What did you call them? It was a turd-faced, pinpricked shit given. I think was what uh, yes, you said. Yes, it was. It was <laughs> <laughs> turd-faced, pinpricked shit given was the exact term <laughs> that I used to describe our hacker. Um, and the, we're it nothing was just, if not cordial here at my spooky guy family. Yeah, I don't like to mince words. Meets, <laughs> yes. Words, no. <laughs> uh, I was not in a very good place in the middle of this. And this is a thing that I try to remind people. I'm like, I'm a very personable person. I'm a kind person. I'm funny. I like to laugh. But if you come at me sideways, I I go from like zero to 60 in less than 3.5. I will fucking, <laughs> I will cut you. I will kill you. I will eat you and I will shit you in the ground. Like I, I will fuck somebody up. I do not. And I don't have a problem doing it either. So uh, David and I immediately went into like, Red alert, and we contacted Facebook. It took all of 24 hours for them to get back to us, and we finally now have gotten the page back, and everything is up and working for the most part. Unfortunately, <laughs> the, sh the 
the I don't know what it is about Facebook. They um they <laughs> you can't change the name of the page if you've been recently added as an administrator. Because what happened was we got hacked. The person kicked all of us off as administrators of the page, and they filled it with spam and deleted all of our content. So <laughs> we uh, we got the page back. We have unfortunately lost all of the content that was on the page as far as like photos and posts, but uh, we still have all of our followers, which is great. Um, and so we're going to continue to interact with you all online, but we can't change the name of the page for a week. We can't change it until uh, May 3rd. So uh, for the next week, my spooky gay family will here be, hereby be known as Civic Giveaway. <laughs> and we will be giving away all of the fucking names to our fucking hacker, <laughs> starting with turd face pinprick shit gibbon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is my civic giveaway. And not only that, I'm going to go a step further and I'm going to let you all know, I'll be posting a photo of the profile, but, um, I would because, just be careful with that just because they probably like hacked that person's profile too. I don't care. And okay. I, I don't think it's a real profile and I'll tell you why. Um, the what happened was they stole the the page but then they started making administrative changes on another profile and that profile was named Cheryl Grabya and it was C H E R Y L G R A B I A and if i didn't know better i'd say this was probably sherry pie but this <laughs> this has all happened because of Cheryl Grabya who is clearly a fake profile and that's why i'm saying like i don't think this was another person whose profile they took i think this is a fake profile that they created to be able to do all of this shit cuz it's it sounds like a drag name Cheryl Grabya <laughs> like <laughs> that is a drag name. Um, it is, and like I said, it is C H E R Y L space G R A B I A. And I will post a photo of the profile on all of our social media so that you can all see it. Um, I did report the profile as being fake. Fa Facebook got back to me within minutes of that to let me know that I was wrong. Um, but uh, Facebook is wrong. So I'm going to tell you all, please feel free to go and report or spam Cheryl and do just make her life fucking hell. Uh, enjoy. I, I give this gift unto you, my spooky gay children. <laughs> I feel like the troll in Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> Not even milk can stop me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was our weekend dealing with Cheryl and, uh, getting our page back, but we do have the page back. So please feel free to go and leave some love on the Facebook page so that we don't have an empty page anymore <laughs> since we lost all of our posts to Cheryl. Um, and that was, that was the main business of our weekend, I would say. Yeah. The main yeah. business. Yeah. But we're back now and luckily things are okay. Like everything is fine. It's not a big deal. You know, it was just posts at the end of the day. Like we'll, I'm sure we'll post more things. Uh, but that was, that was my weekend. How was your weekend? Oh, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was right there along with you on that. And then we got unsolicited dick pics on the Twitter just to round out yesterday. Makes it you wonder nice if it was bow. Cheryl. I really, truly hope not, or she's got something wrong with her. <laughs> um, 
So <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's got a real ugly dick. <laughs> so, social media hellstorm yesterday. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised because the pictures were of a young gentleman. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the hacker. I mean, trying that's to like possible. taunt us. Um, I'll look up the I'll look up the profile on that one too. You guys can go uh, harass him. I, I'm just I'm I'm sending a not, fucking army. Can we not like put a hit out on like let's listen? We're Italian. This is what we do. <laughs> we were born for this. We have been we have been waiting our whole lives for this moment. I I give no fucks. I am absolutely I am ready to start digital war. I'm ready for this to be somewhere. over. Let's let it I know be over. you are. <laughs> I know that you are. Uh, <laughs> luckily, it is over. We are done. We are we are done being hacked and and slashed and killed and <laughs> put down your torch and pitchforks. That actually reminds me. On top of everything else that was going on this weekend, the night before, I had had a nightmare, and I was going to tell you about it, okay. but then everything got kind of. Uh, swept up in the the craziness that was this weekend. And so I um the night before it happened, I had a nightmare that I was in our high school mm-hmm. and I was being chased by Michael Myers. Isn't that weird? That, do you ever have like do you weird. ever have like horror movie dreams? I do. It's usually Jason. Do you get chased by Jason or are you friends? <laughs> Actually, both has happened now that you mention it. <laughs> I was like, it I was like, are you Pam? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, bo- both have happened, but I've never had one in high school. I guess, I don't know. I guess my subconscious is like, that's, that's too far. That's too much. We'll just leave that alone. <laughs> and scene. We've gone, she's gone about as far as she can go. Yeah, we don't want to push her too much further than that. <laughs> when you're friends with him, what do you do? We walk through the woods. It's very, it's very like Henry David Thoreau. It's, it's, a, it's a very strange. <laughs> like <laughs> you're like Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't that big into the transcendentalism. It was, it's, it's like, <laughs> but it's very. Do you much, hold hands? It's very Walden. No, we don't. Oh, that's disappointing. It's, it's I not wish you that held hands. disappointing. Don't you think Jason would like to hold hands with someone? I mean, I'm sure he's held a person's hand before, whether or not it was attached um, to someone. Probably his mother. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> sure he held people's hands while he was swinging them into trees. Exactly. <laughs> he's not completely touch starved. He's fine. You know, it's funny. Last night I was working on. I've been uh, styling some hair here at home. I'm trying to stay as productive as I can uh, with drag and and all of that. So I was styling some hair in my living room. It was like four o'clock in the morning, and uh, Shutter TV was playing Friday the Thirteenth, and um, uh, I just left it on, and I got to watch Friday the Thirteenth while I was styling hair. It was really wonderful. It was very therapeutic. I can see how that would be. I mean, if nothing else, like, you know, when you have to rip out a particularly bad tangle, you know, hopefully it comes at a kill. Oh, yeah. I uh, I popped in right around the time Ned was about to die. Okay. So it was just before, like, the whole Kevin Bacon thing. That's not a bad time to come in. Like, it's you've already skipped yeah. most of the boring exposition, and now we're into the actual dying part. 
Exactly. And you know, it's funny. This was the first time I was watching the movie since we went to the filming locations. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I saw that. I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. I was like, oh, this is fun. I like this. We should do more visits to filming locations. Yeah, there aren't that many in New Jersey, unfortunately. We're going to have to like... No. You know what, though? Uh, A Quiet Place was filmed in Beacon, New York. That's and true. Beacon is one of my favorite fucking towns in the country. I love Beacon. <laughs> there, I'm going to go, I, I, since the theme of our mini-sode today is going to be revealed very shortly, uh, I'm going to start it off. minutes in. <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I'm going to start us off by saying uh, one of my favorite stores in the whole wide world is a store in Beacon, New York. It's in Hudson Valley. <clears throat> and it's called Beacon Delights, B E A C. O-N-D apostrophe L-I-T-E-S. And they have a they have the best little, it's like a, a little family-owned store in Beacon, New York. And it's all like home goods and candles. And all the candles are made by the daughter of the, the family that owns the store. And they're all soy candles, so they can be burned all the way down. And if you finish your candle, you can send the jar back and they'll refill it at a discounted price. Oh, that's really cool. Isn't that amazing? For for a fucking Christmassy faggot like me, it's like heaven. <laughs> I'm like, send me Winter's Magic. That is my favorite candle in the world, Winter's Magic from Beacon Delights. And it is the best one in the world. Do you have a favorite store? That's like, do you have a store that like, you're like, I'm in a bad mood. I'm going to this place. Oh, Barnes & Noble. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> the second I asked it, I was like, she's going to say Barnes & Noble. It would have been Borders, but they're gone. Yeah, no, Borders is gone. I also like... um books a million which is like in two malls in new jersey but it's the only other i don't think i've ever heard of it it's in like i want to say it's like rockaway and jersey gardens i think both have one and and it's just like a bookstore yeah it's just a bookstore it's the only place i've ever seen it but it's the only other like brick and mortar bookstore that that i know of that isn't like a used bookstore Mm. i uh i can't tell you the last time i was in a bookstore by the way, kids, our, <laughs> our theme today is shopping because we have been, uh, I don't know about you, Sam, but I have been very like, money has just been burning a hole in my pocket. I have not been spending a lot of money, but I'm used to spending money all the time for drag and, you know, traveling and things like that. So it's like, I'm just like, I spend all my time online shopping, but not buying anything. <laughs> <laughs> I do find it's easier to like not buy something online than it is like when you're holding it in front of you. Like, yeah, because I, th- for me at least, I think, and I think it's because I'm an aged person. Um, we grew up in a time when it was like online shopping wasn't nearly as big a thing as it is now. Um, and so when you would go out, like online shopping feels like fake to me still sometimes. And so you would go out to a store and you would like hold something in your hands. It's like instant. Like you're like, oh, I could use this today. I can have this. And so you would just buy it. But now it's like if you're buying something online, you have a chance to be like, do I need this? Do I want it? Is it worth the money? And Is it going to look anything like the picture that I'm looking at? Exactly. And that is the most fucking frustrating thing in the world. Something comes and it's the wrong size or it's not at all the way it looked online like online it's a it's a 
to scale 3D model of Pumpkinhead and it shows up and it like it's just like a mold of clay with like two eyes and a button and you're like what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> um I happen to love shopping. It has always been a pastime for me. It is probably one of my favorite pastimes much to the chagrin of my husband. Um I've never known you to be a big shopper. I'm not a big shopper. There's like two things that I will spend money on. Like, like I'm not allowed to go into those stores with like a full paycheck in my pocket kind of thing. And it's books and clothes. Yeah. Like clothes. Yeah. I wouldn't have pegged you for a clothes person. I don't buy nice clothes, but I buy a lot of clothes. Like comfy clothes, like PJs. No, like jeans and t-shirts and stuff. Really? Really? I mean, t-shirts I get. I can I can see t-shirts. Um, I just never pegged you for a clothes shopper. I actually like clothes shopping. I just, I don't buy a lot, generally. But, like, I like trying to find, like, new stuff. Because I, I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say here. This completely fell apart. I don't even, <laughs> I, I don't got nothing. I can't even convince myself that I like clothes. <laughs> so are you lying my god i feel like geraldo i'm like I'm not, what is happening <laughs> i'm not lying i like to close shop i just don't want to be like open about the fact that it's like what i really like is going to like thrift shops and finding like 900 flannel shirts that's fine i, I see that when you say that i'm like yes that is sam like i could see you um at uh what's the name of the shop in new hope Oh, I don't oh, remember God. the name of it. The thrift store? I can't. Yeah. The the one that's uh, down in that little alleyway. Yeah. It's it's like every other like consignment shop. It has a really clever name. It's like Second Act or something. Like I, I can't remember. The, it's like something and something. Maybe. I, I don't know. I like thrift store shopping because it's like it's literally a scavenger hunt. It's like there are no guarantees you'll find something in your size. There are no guarantees you'll find something that looks even halfway passable. As a garment, like, thrift store shopping is just so much more fun than, like, walking into, like, Kohl's. Because it's, like, then there's, like, a rack of three of them that you're probably going to find what you want. Like, I, I need shopping to be a challenge to feel accomplished <laughs> at the end of it. Like, I need I need there to be some kind of skill test involved. I'm really desperately trying to find the name of this thrift store now. God damn. Why can't I? Oh, everything is terrible. <laughs> I know that there's Love Zero Saves the Day. Like, Love Saves the yeah, Day. Yeah, but that's mostly is, like vintage stuff and like it's a lot. There's a lot of toys in Love Saves the Day. Yeah, it's like vintage punk kind of fun stuff. And I, I like Love Saves the Day. They, they have a lot of Doc Martens. Yes, they do. Um, which is, I'm sure, one of your favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still too expensive to buy. I know. I, I do love Doc Martens. I've never owned a pair. David has them. And he's been looking for the longest time. There was like a limited edition Doc Martin that had skeleton feet on them. Oh, and I think I've seen those. Yeah, he's been looking for them for a very long time, and we've never been able to find them in his size or at a reasonable price. Um, so if anyone sees a pair 
in a men's size 11. <laughs> Feel free to let me know. <laughs> no, Doc Martens are, they're an investment. They're not just a shoe. It's like. But to be fair, they last a long time. No, which is why they're expensive is they last forever. Yeah. You've owned so, a few pairs of Docs, right? Yeah, I still own like, I think I have like three or four pairs now. Really? Yeah. And even like the oldest ones are still perfectly wearable. Hmm. I have never owned a pair of Doc Martens, but I do. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't spend a lot of money on shoes outside of drag. Like outside of drag, I have one pair of sneakers. I was going to say most of your money goes to your alter, to your evil alter ego. Anyway, yeah, so. she gets fucking everything. I, I the, uh, not that long ago, maybe like a year or two years ago, something like that. I realized I was like, I haven't bought new clothes for myself in like years. And so I had to go out and like buy new clothes because I was like, I have spent all of my time and money buying shit for this evil witch who lives in my closet. (laughs) (laughs) Pissy Miles. She steals all of my money and all of my clothes. And I make half her clothes. So fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) I should get something nice. Where does where does Pissy like to shop as opposed to? Uh, spandex house in New York City. (laughs) (laughs) That is where I buy most of my fabric. And that's the thing. I make most of my outfits. Pissy actually does not, unless it's something very specific, like if I'm doing something where I need to like have a suit for Pissy, then I'll go to like a thrift store. But I have not worn anything off the rack as Pissy Miles in... Probably like f- oh, five years, six years. That is impressive. Yeah. I have made all of my clothes or I have had them made by uh, professional costume designers. But I I think I think it's important at a certain point in your drag to get to that level because otherwise, you know, you don't want to show up t- to a gig in a Forever 21 outfit. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to see that. Unless, of course, you are 21, I guess. In which case, no one wants to see you. Um, (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My God, watch the... (laughs) (laughs) I just... You know what it is? It's, It's not that I'm evil. And it's not that I'm really particularly biased. I just hate young people. Is that so terrible? (laughs) <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My goodness. All the all the hate mail I'm going to get. But I say this all the time. As as an old woman, as a, an aged human, as a crone, if you will, I uh I have spent a lot of time making fun of young people. <laughs> that you have. It's actually one of my favorite pastimes, if I'm being honest. That and shopping. I like to go shopping to make fun of young people. I mean, I liked, I, I feel like shopping makes fun of young people. Like we've talked about like Hollister before, you know, where oh, you I, walk I in and it's just, it's just that. a fog of fucking Axe body spray. But like, I mean, I, I have been to obviously like I was once 16. So I have been to an Abercrombie and Fitch. And when I was 16, I even wore some if I, when I could afford it, but these days, I try to avoid it like the plague. <laughs> <laughs> I am not really an Abercrombie woman. Well, to be fair, I think that they only like sell to people between the ages of like 16 and 22. 
So I think it's like 16 and 16 and a half, if I'm being honest. That's for sure. <laughs> Even by the t- I think by the time you're a senior in high school, any reasonable person has moved on to J. Crew. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, wait, there's more? Never mind. <laughs> And I, I will, I will be the first to admit that I'm one of those weird drag queens who's like, I love like Rocky Horror and Divine and all of the crazy stuff. But out of drag, I'm like, I'm like a 65 year old woman. I like doilies and I like J Crew and I like, uh, like Home Goods. My fa- like I said, my favorite places to shop are like Beacon Delights and. Uh, like home goods, any small like consignment store where I can find like, I don't know, like a, a, a nine inch pie dish. I'm like that. That's where I want to be. <laughs> William Sonoma. <laughs> See, it's the challenge. The challenge is the thing. I and I am a challenge. <laughs> so <laughs> we have that it's going It's like going into us. Williams and Sonoma and trying to find something that you can afford to buy. Yeah, that does become the problem. Like I, I love Williams Sonoma, but like I cannot... Their stuff is great, but it's like, come on, guys. Like, let's be reasonable. I'm like, I'm not paying you $600 for a coffee maker. I I can get a Keurig for 50 bucks at Target. Like, I don't need you. I remember when the air fryer first came out, I got really excited about it because I was like, oh, I love fried food, but I'm dying, so I should probably eat something that's not, like, deep fried. (laughs) So I was like, let me look into this air fryer. And I was like, I was checking it out, and... I went to William Sonoma because that was like basically where you found them at the time. And they had like $300, $400 air fryers. And I was like, I can't, I can't in good conscience spend $400 on an air fryer, especially when I had found one that was like 200 That was an air fryer, a convection oven, and a toaster oven <laughs> at, at Target. And we ended up buying that one. And it's great. I wouldn't get rid of it for anything. It's the Cuisinart air fryer. I love it. I think it's Cuisinart. I can't remember. I, yeah, I think it's Cuisinart. <laughs> I'm like checking? trying to look into my kitchen. I'm like, where? I'm like, where's my air fryer? <laughs> yes, it is. It's Cuisinart. And I will tell you this, it has saved my fat ass during this fucking pandemic because I have eaten nothing but air fried chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like almost ashamed to say it, but that's been like my go-to comfort food is air fried chicken nuggets and chicken tenders with Marie's ranch dressing. Oh, oh. So you want to talk about the, you, you want to talk about the kind of shopping I do? <laughs> it's food shopping. <laughs> I do love a little food shopping. I, and it, the problem is David and I live right above a grocery store. So I'm like, Every 10 seconds, we're, we're stuck at home, obviously, everyone is. And I'll be like, I should go down to ShopRite. We need batteries. We need light bulbs. I need lettuce. He's like, you're never going to do anything with lettuce. I'm like, I'll wrap the light bulbs. And he's like, go, go away. <laughs> <laughs> it's been ridiculous. Do you enjoy grocery shopping? Under normal circumstances, yes. I, I feel like now having to put a mask on my face has somewhat dampened the experience a little bit. Yeah, it's not as enjoyable. Although I will say, having gone to the grocery store a few times now, I feel less anxiety about it because we've got it down to like a system. Right. So when we get back, like the first thing I do is I burp and then I, <laughs> um, <laughs> I 
what should we call it? I um I get my Clorox wipes and I wipe everything down, like all all sides of everything I bought. I wipe down, then I put it all away, and then I wash my hands. And so far, so good. Like we've got it down to a system, and that makes it. Not only does it appeal to the side of me that feels more in control and wants to be in control, right? But it also like it appeals to the side of me that likes looking at all the things I just bought. So <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy that, I will say. I mean, who doesn't? I I don't know. I like grocery shopping because like I, I know what I'm looking for and I know what to expect. Hmm. It's not like I'm I mean, it's kind of the opposite of the thrift store thing. It's like I just want to grab what I want and then leave. And it's like I feel like the only store where I don't have to browse. See, I love browsing at the grocery store because I'll go there and I'll see something. I'll be like, oh, that reminds me. I could make this. Or, oh, if I get this, then all I need is these other 50 things and then I can make this other small thing. And it's like that has been the biggest challenge for me in quarantine is that I'll be like, oh, I should make pierogies. And I'll be like, oh, I don't have onions. And it's it's like (laughs) normally I'd just be like, well, I'll run downstairs and get onions. And now it's like, oh, it's a whole production. It's not even worth it. But I did make pierogies yesterday, and it was fucking delicious. I sautéed them in butter with uh, onion salt and uh, fresh garlic and a little bit of ranch seasoning. That sounds delicious. It was the fucking bomb.com diggity-doo. It was everything (laughs) I've ever wanted. (laughs) And... I have to say, I told you the other day when I went to BJ's with dad, I bought that ranch seasoning. You did. I have used it on everything. Yesterday, not yesterday, the day before I made, I make a a, a baked chicken breast that David loves. It's, it's basically like a chicken cutlet, but instead of using breadcrumbs, I use French fried onions mm-hmm. and I mixed some of the ranch dressing, or not the ranch dressing, the ranch seasoning into the the onions and it was fucking delicious. I'm like, <laughs> what does ranch not make better? It it makes everything Literally better. Nothing. I think I'm going to start using it in, in my makeup application. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, God, you look gorgeous. Maybe what did you do? It. <laughs> Maybe it's ranch. <laughs> <laughs> going to start putting it in my hidden valley. Ta-da. I have been on such a pun, like, streak today. I've just been going crazy. I love a pun. (laughs) Yes, you do. My goodness. Listen, we have talked a lot about shopping. Uh, Probably more than I should because now I want to go down to the grocery (laughs) store. (laughs) I think that's it. I think that's a good mini-sode for today. Yeah. I I think think we've accomplished everything we need to accomplish for this (laughs) particular mini-sode. Kids, don't forget, uh, there are more mini-sodes coming out next week, so send us your spooky stories. We'd love to read more of them on the air, and by the air, I mean pre-recordings. And uh, <laughs> we we would love to read them, so send them to us at spookygayfam at gmail.com, and uh, there will be new episodes out on Thursday. So until Thursday, stay spoopy and remember... Get in, loser. We're going shopping. Yeah.
My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from Mean Girls, distributed by Paramount Pictures 2004. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Thank you.